The deaths of two Burnsville police officers and a firefighter or paramedic killed in the line of duty continue to reverberate across the country. Officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruggi and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth are being remembered as heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice when responding to a 911 call for help. It was a domestic call that led to an hours-long standoff with a male suspect. In the wee hours of Sunday morning, the man shot the two officers and the paramedic helping one of those officers, a third officer still in the hospital. Now, their families, the Burnsville residents, and the first responder community find themselves grieving the losses. Last night, hundreds of people gathered at a vigil for the three men. Uh, my heart just broke. Uh, there are no words. What do you say? I mean, we've said it so many times, our heart and our prayers and our sorrows go out to these people, and it's just devastating. I wish I could just surround the whole community with a big hug, because that's what we need. One of the first to support the families of the fallen is the Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial Association, or LIMA. This morning, officials with that group met with the officers' families to offer their support and begin the work to honor the first responders when they are laid to rest. Joining us right now is a board member of LIMA, who is also the Olmsted County Sheriff, Kevin Torgerson. Sheriff Torgerson, thanks for your time. You bet. Thank you. Where were you yesterday, and what were your first thoughts when you heard about the deaths of the first responders in Burnsville? Well, I was home um, getting ready for church, and um, as always, I'm checking in on our people, and uh, obviously the news broke. Uh, I saw it through some social media contacts, and, um, you know, I've I've been around this thing so many times that, yeah, yeah, my immediate thoughts go to, obviously, the officers, their families, you know, did was their children involved in their families, um, and then the agency and the community. It, it's just a huge hole in their hearts and a huge hole in their community right now. So that's, uh, that's Lima's mission. Since 1974, we've been in place. Since 1991, we've had an honor guard that uh, basically uh, pulls all the things together and tries to shine a little light in their uh, dark tunnel that they're in right now because it's it's a dark place they're in and uh, we try to get some help to them. And of course, not only families, but uh, colleagues and just everybody yeah. in the law enforcement yeah. community. I mean, the, the, the faces of all the law enforcement and first responders who were outside HCMC last yesterday when the bodies were brought out, it was just yeah. heartbreaking. It is. And, you know, you, you look at that and I was talking to someone else this morning and asking some of the same questions is what what do you do? How do you feel? And, um, you know, you look at it and, you know, my career has spanned now uh, almost 44 years and, and I've been there. I've, I've done that and been on ERU teams, SWAT teams, been on domestics. And that's the thing officers do and their families do is, um, you know, uh, We've been in those situations, and for the grace of God, I'm still here. And unfortunately, those three young men are not, and and we've got to honor them. And they went there to to solve a problem. They went there to help people. And uh, you know, the worst the worst thing possible could happen did happen. And and uh, yeah, we've got to lend support. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough road for everybody in Burnsville, the fire department, the police department, the community. I mean, you saw, I saw the news conference last night and the city manager, I mean, every word he spoke was, was, he was shaking and um, man, you just feel for that because it's just, it takes over your body grief and, and trying to find a way to, to fight through it and, and move forward is, is a, 
is a very difficult place to be. I know you've been in the rooms with the families of fallen law enforcement, which has I, to be incredibly difficult. What what kinds of support do they need? Well, um, you know, everything right now, uh, they're just they're just uh, really in complete and total shock. I've talked with family members that I've been in the room with um, during those first few days uh, and leading up to and through the funeral and even afterwards. And years later, they'll tell me, I don't even remember you being there, Kevin. Um, I don't remember what we talked about. I don't even remember what we, what I said, because uh, they just are overwhelmed with grief, overwhelmed with the shock of what happened and trying to figure out, you know, what's tomorrow going to be like? What's next week going to be like? And, um, you know, they just don't know. And so we, again, we, we are in place, uh, to just try to to lend a little bit of, of uh, comfort and lend a little bit of what's the next steps and kind of lead them through that and and hold their hand basically as we as we all move forward. I don't know if the officers had young children, but I understand that Lima, because of course grieving doesn't stop at the funeral; it just keeps going and and it's cyclical. You know, it ebbs and flows, as you know. Um, does Lima helps the little kids? I always feel so bad for the families yeah. of these fallen officers, especially the young kids. Yeah, we do. Um, there's there's several different organizations that step up besides Lima. There's uh, Concerns of Police Survivors. Uh, we call it it's COPS, obviously, is the acronym. Um, they really do step up. They're very focused on the survivors, the families, the kids. So uh, Lima and COPS here in Minnesota, the COPS chapter, have been arm in arm in this mission uh, since uh, as long as I can remember. And they do a great job of that in supporting them, um, reaching out to other family members. Uh, you know, the unique thing and unfortunately the sad thing is there are other people who have been through this with young children and uh, you know, spouses left to try to figure out now what do we do and where do we where do we go from here? So uh, we all will keep them in contact and cops will be there um, right from the get go here. In fact, they're, they're probably already engaged with them to some degree at this point, letting them know they're there for help and support. And uh, again, hold their hand as, as they move forward, not just this week. Uh, leading up through the funerals, you know, whenever the funerals are, are set, uh, you know, we're, we're working on that right now with some of our board and some of our honor guard members. Um, so once we get past the funerals, um, you know, and everybody has to try to find a way to get back to work and get back to life, um, you know, those families continue on and we don't want to let them just be left alone. So, uh, Lima and Cop steps in. There's there's scholarships that that are available as kids get older. Um, we do a, a a shop with Lima thing every Christmas with young children until they're into college, and um, you know just try to be there and support them and make sure that we have never forgotten them because that is the biggest fear. And I've I've heard this so many times it just breaks my heart terribly each time I I hear it. And that is. Uh, these families, you know, they, they, their loved one is now gone. And, and <clears throat> when families join our agency here in the sheriff's office in Olmsted County, we, we talk about that with our family members and say, you guys have joined our family too. And it's, it's really important that they know that uh, we're here for them and we're here for them through the good and the bad. And, and that's the one thing they say over and over is that, um, they don't want their service, their their loved one's service to be forgotten. Um, and we constantly tell them year after year, 
day after day, month after month. Uh, they will never be forgotten. We will always remember them and uh, keep them close. So we, uh, we try to uphold that as much as we can so that, uh, uh, you know, we can keep them moving forward. It's a, it's a tough road. It is a tough road, and I know that in the last year, Lima um, has been a part of at least, by my count, I believe, what, six uh, yeah. funerals in, in our region in the past right. year or so, which seems like this is, that seems like a higher rate. And I, don't, I don't know if that is yeah. from your experience. Yeah. How, how, how tough is it for you and the whole law enforcement community to have to keep to, going to funeral after funeral after funeral? <sighs> Well, it's tough. Um, you know, we get we get very in this this period of time. And you know, I was I was the commander of the honor guard for several years, and on the honor guard for I think 24 years. So you get once it happens, you get very mission focused, and and that helps. And it always helped me in that sense in my way of grieving and supporting the families and the agencies. Is you get very mission focused on here's what we have to do. We're going to form this group. We're going to get these people involved. We're going to reach out for resources here and there. And, and it's always been so easy because communities in the state in Minnesota have been so, uh, so very helpful and supportive in these times. Um, but Lima just kind of brings it all together logistically and forms, forms the groups to, to pull this thing off. And um, it, it's still very tough because, you know, you get those moments where you do have that private time with family or private time with the agency, you know, chiefs or sheriffs. I mean, they're trying to lead their people and they too are sitting there going, uh, how do I do this? What do I do? And that's what Lima's for. That's what we've been doing all these years is again, with our experience and the support that we have, um, trying to help them through that process. So it has been tough these last few years here with the Western Wisconsin deaths and, and uh, Fargo, and then Pope County last year for us in Minnesota. Um, on average, people ask that routinely. On average, unfortunately, through our history, it's been about one and a half officers killed in line of duty uh, each year in Minnesota, uh, which is is actually quite low compared to some other states. Um, but we uh, we also Lima also supports um, officers who. Who, who are still on duty and die. There's a funeral, I believe, tomorrow for an officer from a South Metro agency who died of cancer recently. And we're, we're going to be helping with that, too, in the midst of all of this. Um, so um, we, do, we do a lot more than just the line of duty deaths, but obviously that is the, the most important part of all of this. Wow, this is a lot for you to handle coming up here in the next few days and weeks. I appreciate your time, Sheriff. Thank you so very much. You bet. Thank you for your time, and thank you to everybody who, who's shown the care and the support. It uh, truly means a lot. All right. We've been talking to Olmstead County Sheriff Kevin Torgerson, who's also a member of the board of Lima, and Lima is the Minnesota Law Enforcement Memorial Association.